Hi, welcome to Multiply Your Money. We're at episode number 85. And in the last episode, I talked about the peak performance plan. I talked about stop, start, continue. And I've given a lot of examples about um, really saving money through cutting out what you spend on in your discretionary spending. So discretionary money is what's left over after you've paid bills. Okay, so you've paid your rent, you've paid your mortgage, you've paid insurances, you've paid for you know gas and heating, electricity, that sort of stuff, right? Because discretionary money is what's left over. And I gave you a very simple plan for saving money by reducing your wastage. Uh, it's what you waste money on when from what from your discretionary income, okay? And for example, I talk about alcohol. Right. Uh, to me, things like alcohol and cigarettes are just absolutely just. It, it's a fool's game, right? Um, cigarette companies love you. Uh, you know, tobacco companies just love you. Alcohol manufacturers just love you. Banks love you, because they know on the main people can't control themselves. They've got no impulse control. Okay, let me talk about impulse control for a moment because impulse control is is it's a fairly basic. Um, function of human behavior. Impulse control basically means this. If you're sitting here listening to this podcast and you're not wetting your pants, okay, Um, the only reason you're not wetting your pants right now is because you've learned impulse control, right? Um, I was actually on the train yesterday with my grandson and he said to me, oh, Grandpa, I need to go to the toilet. And he's four and a bit years of age. And I said, um, uh, Xander, do you, we're on a train. Can you hold on until we get to the next station? He said, yes, I can. And so when we got to the next station, we hopped off and we found the, the public toilets. And he, he went for a pee. And then we got back on the train again. And I said, good, good job, mate. Good job. You know, for a little four and a half year old, to not wet his pants, that's that's impulse control, right? But he was very proud of the fact, I said, well, mate, how did you do that? And he said, I just know how to stop myself from going wheeze, he said. <laughs> Dear little chap. <laughs> but he was very, very proud of himself. <laughs> but that's impulse control, right? That's impulse control right there, right? You go into a shop, oh, I must have that. I, and I go and spend it. I know I've I know I've got credit card debt. I know I've got no cash, but I must have it. That's and so you go buy it. That's a lack of impulse control. There's no impulse control there. So the the ones that I found a lot of people who are on that workshop that I was teaching, the where they were losing money was things like um, cigarettes, alcohol, dining out, buying clothes, clothes shopping, for example. But I talked about gaming and gambling, right? So the peak performance plan is stop, start, continue. What do I need to stop doing? What do I need to start doing? What do I need to continue doing? Okay, and you've got to be clear about it. You've got to get some focus around this. So these last few episodes have been around focusing and setting targets, but the key driver of performance change is focus. You've got to focus, right? But it's not easy, which is why most people don't get the results they want in life. They can't focus. They can't concentrate, see? It takes clear thinking and discipline. Uh, dis- discipline. 
It takes clear thinking and discipline. Where did this discipline, where did that come from? My God, I'm having a funny old day. Sometimes it involves tough choices. You know, it's tough. You've got to make some tough choices. You've got to say, you know what? Um, sorry, guys, I can't meet you for a drink. Or I'm sorry I'm not shouting drinks. You're going to have to buy your own drinks today. You know? Spending 180 pounds on every Friday night. I mean, do the math on that. Multiply that by 52, and that's how much money you just, you're, you're drinking. And this is the crazy thing, right? You drink alcohol, uh, it messes with your head, and then you pee it out. Cigarettes, I mean, what is it, nine, ten pounds a packet? You, it's like if I said, take ten pounds and go out in the street and set fire to it, you'd say, you're an idiot, and that's smoking. That's what cigarette smoking is, and it's damaging your health. And, you know, people are in denial. They're you know, oh, yeah, but I must smoke. I have to smoke. You're in denial about it. But, it's, it, you know, the, the, the research is in. There's a tsunami of research that says smoking's bad for you. Right? It's crazy. So it's, but it's not as easy as it sounds. You know, yeah, I've got to cut back on that. You know, the problem with um, alcohol and cigarettes is it's biological. You get a biological addiction to it. That's why it's hard. It's hard to beat. Right, marijuana is absolutely insidious. Right, um, you know there's a uh, there's an epidemic, a drug epidemic, and in the United States at the moment um, on things like ice. I mean, it's insidious, crazy stuff. Right, but it involves choices, and it always involves focus. You know, what do you want more? What's the higher priority? You know, I would love the latest model computer. And I would love the latest model car, you know. But my data says it's not time for either. You know, financing a new car will certainly create more financial stress right now. That's why I don't have one. Importantly, um, wealth coach, friend of mine, Ann Wilson, says you should have dreams and set goals that are bigger than paying the rent. Right? So that's the flip side to this. You know, Ann saying you should have goals and dreams that are bigger than just paying the rent. Earn more, right? But until and unless you can earn more, you've got to reduce your savings. You've got to change your behaviour. Serrano Kelly is a favourite author of mine, and he wrote a book called The Game, which is a fabulous book. And he talks about setting goals and targets that will transform your relationship with money. Yeah, and he specifically has a lot of sections around transforming your relationship with money. Setting goals, though, is about deciding what kind of life do you want to live. What kind of life do I want to live? What sort of lifestyle do you want? You know, the couple that had 41,000 pounds on a credit card. You know, that was the question in the workshop that really changed their game. What sort of life do I want to live? You know, and they both agreed, we just can't go on living like this where we're in this much debt. It's crazy. You know, what sort of lifestyle do you want? You've got to imagine it in detail. My friend Jake makes a very good point. When my wife and I first got married, we did not have a lot of money. We used to play Let's Pretend, where we would imagine the sort of home we wanted to live in, the sort of car we wanted, the holidays we would go on, things like that. And a lot of those dreams came true. So this podcast is about taking small steps in the right direction. And there's solid research that says having clear targets leads to long-term success, okay? But you've got to have clear targets. 
But I'm trying to get you to change your relationship by with money and giving you a couple of basic tools like stop, start, continue. But they're all underpinned by focus. This is the sort of life I want. This is the sort of life I don't want. And it's about choices. Okay. So the couple who had 41,000 pounds in debt decided we don't want to live like this anymore. You know, Diana Matthew, $8,000 in debt you know, living in a caravan somewhere. She said, I don't want to live like this anymore. And that required some discipline. It required impulse control. So the life she wanted had to be a greater priority than a life she didn't want. There's a lot in this little episode to think about today. Okay, Went for a little bit. I've gone a little bit longer than usual. But it's worth replaying a few times. (laughs) 